Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the burner, less lethal pistol launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. All right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show, uh, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, well, we have a two-tier justice system. We know that in every way, shape, manner, or form. Uh, late last week, we had Lee Zeldin on this program on Friday. We had him on TV on Friday night when we showed the video. This guy, they either call it a tiger claw, lady claw. This is, It's given a lot of names. But this guy just came up on stage, Lee Zeldin, gubernatorial candidate, now a congressman, though. He's running for, for the governorship in New York. And this guy said, you're done, you're done, you're done. He kept saying over and over again. And Zeldin, to his credit, literally took the guy's wrist, pushed it down, pushed his hand down far enough because he was going up right towards his neck. Now, if he would have split open his carotid artery, uh, the chances that he could have died would have been very, very high. And then he was let out on bail the next day on his own recognizance, which is insane, which is typical, not just in New York, but in pretty much every big blue state, you know, run by these liberal prosecutors all over the place. And so anyway, I give him a lot of credit. And then other people were quick to jump in and tackle the guy. And then the guy is released and, you know, he gets arrested. No bail laws, zero bail that this guy has to post. He's trying to assassinate a public figure. Uh, have we not had enough of this? And then the next day, the governor, Kathy Hochul of New York, she took over for Andrew Cuomo. Maybe, I know many people. It's not a household name that most people would know, but it's the point. It's the principle. It's also San Francisco. It's L.A. It's obviously Chicago, New Jersey. It's happening in blue states, blue cities all around the country. There's no law. There's no order. There's no safety. There's no security. Uh, which mitigates and and literally makes impossible one's ability to pursue happiness. Um, anyway, and then the next day, Hochul's campaign is still sending people to stalk. They're giving out the times, the places, 
of every Lee Zeldin event. Well, what do you think is going to happen? Crazy people are showing up. It's not much different from the doxing that has been going on as Supreme Court justices, the regular protesting that continues with Joe Biden's approval and the White House's approval. And, you know, something's going to happen to one of these elected officials, even though we're getting lectured constantly about it. Democrats get away with it. If Republicans ever did it, God help them. Uh, emailing supporters, locations, dates on everything Zeldin does, even the day after this assassination attempt on him, just like the day after the assassination attempt on Justice Kavanaugh, they're back at it. At some point, you know, will we start holding these politicians accountable, these groups accountable? You know, they can't publicly denounce doxing, stalking, harassment. Merrick Garland can't enforce 18 U.S.C. 1507, which prohibits explicitly people from harassing and intimidating supreme uh, judges, jurists, court officers, uh, either at their residence or at their place of work, or frankly, anywhere. That's all against the law. Nobody's getting arrested. Nobody's being held accountable. If you were a Republican and you did it, a conservative, you did it, I think things would be differently. Um, and then, you know, are they even going to start prosecuting these people? It's just like, okay, with San Francisco, of all places, recalls their own DA. Anyways, we've seen this now in the past. GOP lawmakers have been assaulted. Rand Paul has been assaulted on a couple of occasions. We know what happened to Steve Scalise, shot by a Democratic activist that nearly died. We know what happened in June when a man showed up at Justice Kavanaugh's front door. His plans were to assassinate him. You know, since May, we've had 59 pro-life pregnancy centers. They've been attacked. They've been vandalized. They've been lit on fire. Molotov cocktails thrown into their offices. And then the riots of 2020 that nobody only nobody ever talks about, nor the insanity of the rhetoric of the left, you know, to Maxine Waters, get in people's face, et cetera, et cetera. We've played all these montages constantly. Kamala Harris to Stephen Colbert. They're not going to stop. She's talking about. The people that are protesting and rioting in the summer of 2020, they're not going to stop. They shouldn't stop. We're not going to stop. And then she warns us, take note, beware. They're not going to stop and shouldn't stop, and we're not going to stop. I'm like, okay. It's okay that Chuck Schumer threatens Kavanaugh, Gorsuch on the steps of the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, the Democrats, you know, if you continue to support violent behavior, is there any wonder that thousands of cops got injured in the summer of 2020? Is it any wonder billions in property damage, police precincts burned to the ground, any wonder dozens of dead Americans? But they don't seem to care. They don't seem to want to say anything. Here's Lee Zeldin addressing it uh, over the uh, weekend. And this is our last stand for New York. And there's only there's only one option. That's Lee Zeldin when he was being attacked. Anyway, joining us now, Leo 2.0 Terrell, Fox News contributor and civil rights attorney, uh, Greg Jarrett, uh, best-selling author, host of his own podcast, The Brief. 
Uh, Leo, this is happening in your city in Los Angeles. We saw what happened. They threw out the DA in San Francisco. Uh, none of it is good for anybody. Uh, nobody feels safe and secure in their town, their city, wherever they're living. They're letting people rob less than $1,000, walk out the door, no consequences at all, defund, dismantle, no bail, and this, this is the predictable outcome. Sean, I'll tell you right now, you did a great summary of everything the Democrats have done as far as looking the other way towards crime. Let's be clear. The Democrats have used the legal system. They have weaponized it. They will not apply it to people who support their crazy left-wing agenda. You mentioned the Kavanaugh assassination attempt, the Lee Zeldin. They, I know that I don't want to go too far on the line, but it seems like they encourage it. They signal these criminals that there's going to be no punishment if you commit crime. The 500 riots during the summer of 2020, we have a progressive DA in L.A., George Casco. We're on pins and needles, John, right now, hoping that there's enough signatures to basically put this guy on the ballot to be recalled. But the Democrats look the other way when it comes to crime. And it's, it is it, there is no plan to change this. They have basically doubled down on this. And then who's, who's being hurt? The American public. One last point. I, I hope New York is ripe, ripe for Lee Zeldin to win. Outside of New York City, New York State is pretty conservative. So if, if there is some type of tidal wave, people wake up. New In the York last election, Long Island, which has kind of been a little purple, went solidly red. Both Nassau and yeah. Suffolk counties. Westchester County went solidly red. Upstate New York went solidly red. Where Democrats' advantage is, and it's interesting because this is where most of the crime is taking place, you have Democrats outnumbering Republicans three to one, but still running in the mayoral race. Uh, I think Curtis Sliwa got in the, the high 30s in his in his race against Eric Adams as a, as a Republican. If Lee Zeldin can, can pull those numbers in New York City, he'll be the governor. Yeah. That's what we need. I need to go out to New York to campaign for that guy. And Mayor Adam, if he wanted to be a real, true law and order Democrat, endorse Lee Zeldin. Yeah, okay. Hell will freeze over. Let, let me play the, the, the words. It, it took time. I think the public outcry caused the DA Alvin Bragg to back off his second-degree murder charges against the bodega worker, Jose Alba, or if you're Jill Biden, it's Bogada worker, but anyway, he, he now won't leave his house. This is what he said just prior to being attacked. Now, he's behind the counter. You've got a glass partition, and you got this guy walk around the counter and attack him, push him against the wall, down to the ground. He gets up. He's the, the person that did it was younger, stronger, at least seemingly, and he had to defend his life. His life was in jeopardy. And then he was he was charged with second degree murder until I think public pressure forced the D.A. to drop the charges in this particular case. Um, but listen, listen to what he said. He said, please, I don't want any trouble. That's what he was saying. Papa, what's up with you? I don't want a problem, Papa. Uh, what's wrong I with you? I know doing that little girl. And then the then the the I guess I guess the assault on him took place. Uh, Greg, if that's not self-defense, I don't know what is. What is so amazing is that uh, Alvin Bragg, the district attorney, immediately filed criminal charges of second-degree murder against the bodega worker um, without 
even finishing their investigation. Their investigation had just begun. Frankly, all it took was about an hour. Just review the videotape. And any reasonable person would have said, wait a minute, this is a case of self-defense. But Bragg didn't care. Bragg decided that, uh, you know, the... The assailant in, in this particular case, it was a violent career criminal out on parole for beating a police officer. The, the criminal is the victim, and the victim, the bodega worker, is the criminal. And he tosses him into Rikers Island and demands half a million dollars bail. I mean, this poor guy was still bleeding from being attacked uh, by, by the girlfriend he was using a knife to stab him. Uh, you know, the girlfriend is not facing any charges. And and thankfully, you know, public sentiment rose up against Bragg and demanded that he dismiss the charges. And, of course, he eventually did the right thing belatedly. And he's ruined Jose Alba's life. Quick break. We'll come back more on the issue of lawlessness now taking over one city after another across the country. Greg Jarrett, Leo 2.0 Terrell. Continue with Greg Jarrett, Leo 2.0, Terrell. Well, now the 61-year-old is afraid. Jose Alba, he actually was interviewed through, like, he he just opened his door like a crack. He says, I don't want to go out. He said that he and his family have seen chilling online posts maligning him over what happened here. Uh, He thinks now he's a target. He says how hard this has been on him and his family. Uh, he said he never wanted this to happen. He feels horrible that it did happen, but he was the victim in this case. I don't you know, I understand him feeling horrible. No one wants to live through something like that. But uh, the alternative would be he wouldn't be around today. His family would be planning their, his funeral. Yes, absolutely. I mean, he had a right to defend himself if he reasonably believes he is uh in fear of imminent serious bodily injury or death, and the videotape simply proves that. Uh, you know, uh, my feeling is that people like Alvin Bragg and George Gascon here in Los Angeles, where I am right now, Chester Bedeen up in San Francisco, they they take their cues from uh, the facts. I mean, the Attorney General Merrick Garland doesn't give a damn about equal justice under the law. Uh, he doesn't have the strength of character, respect for the rule of law. He's nothing more than a petty political hack who does the bidding of the Democratic Party and their senile leader, Joe Biden. They've engaged in selective prosecution for Steve Bannon. If you're a Democrat like Eric Holder or James Clapper, you don't get prosecuted for either lying to Congress or thumbing your nose at a congressional committee subpoena. So that's selective prosecution, and it undermines the rule of law. It's the hallmark of an authoritarian regime. And, you know, these progressive DAs are doing exactly what Attorney General Merrick Garland does. Um, and that's where does this all end, uh, Leo? Because it's ending with stores, you know, even Starbucks is pulling out of many cities. Uh, you've got big box stores like Walmart, Target. They, they're now forced to pull out. 
uh, because they can't afford the losses every day. Whoever wants to walk in, steal nine hundred and fifty dollars worth of stuff. They're not even ticketing those people. Uh, employees, nobody wants to work at these stores anymore because they feel they're going to be victimized and have no self-defense. And they're right. So, I mean, at some point, you know, this is all it's going to be. It's going to be endless lawlessness. No, John, the, the great Joe Biden experiment is over. Midterms this year, you're going to see a change in the House and hopefully in the Senate. And 2024, people gave Joe Biden, they gave him about eight, they gave him really about 10 months. It's over. People are sick and tired of it. Democrats are tired of it. Look at all the polling. Biden is out. The Democratic uh, a project of the left-wing progressive has turned out to be a total failure. People are chomping at the bits for November to come around, and there's going to be a strong message. And one other point, uh, parents who care about their kids will no longer be domestic terrorists after November. It's game over after the midterms. I'll tell you, it's that bad. And and for people that are out there living in these neighborhoods, that's that, that's why they're leaving in droves. There's a poll out showing in the next two years, 49% of San Francisco residents want to get out. How can you blame them? Uh, and they got rid of a left-wing prosecutor. I mean, it doesn't get any more liberal than San Francisco. Uh, Leo, thank you. And thank you. Greg Jarrett, thank you both. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. government waste and abuse of your liberties every day. Sean Hannity is on right now. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. There is no doubt in my mind, and it's this is not hard to figure out if you've been doing what I do for a living for any length of time. Gavin Newsom wants to be president. Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, is the media mob wants him to run for president. They they desperately fear a second term or an attempted term by Joe Biden. They think he'll get beat. They don't think much of Kamala Harris either, and they don't particularly think much of Mayor Pothole Pete Buttigieg. So they're pushing him really hard, Gavin Newsom. It's interesting. I, I We did a deep dive on him this weekend, where he gets his money from. I'll get to in a second. But he's got a lot of deep pockets, very wealthy donors that are willing apparently to pay any amount of money uh, to see his profile rise. Uh, the latest attack he is that Newsom now has gone after Governor Greg Abbott in the state of Texas. And they had print editions in the Houston Chronicle, the Austin American Statesman, the El Paso Times, you know, featuring a quote about uh, by Abbott made last year after he signed the state's so-called bounty hunter law, which effectively banned abortion in tennis, uh, in Texas, if, in fact, you, you uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned, et cetera, et cetera. Now, by the way, abortion is not illegal in America. Most people have figured that part out, except for the hyperbole and the outright lying. Now, you compare that to a state like California, where you can pretty much have abortion up until the last second. But 
it's the issue that now, why would Gavin Newsom, the California governor, be taking ads out in Texas? Previously, he had taken ads out in the state of Florida, a 30-second ad, cable ad, running on Fox News local in Florida. For example, when you watch Hannity, the TV show, they have national ads, and then they have local ads for local cable providers. Anyway, in those ads, Newsom took aim at Ron DeSantis for the policies that he's championed. And, you know, interestingly, encouraged Florida residents dissatisfied with the state's direction to move to California, uh, where we still believe in freedom, which is a joke because it's anything but freedom. And I went back and I, I just did a comparison, for example, of California versus Florida. Um, and, you know, if, if you look at some statistics that actually matter, June unemployment in Florida was 2.8%, California 4.2%. Uh, the top individual state income tax rate in California is 12.3%. The top individual state income tax in Florida is 0%. Uh, that speaks volumes. You look at the educational system, percentage of fourth graders proficient in math, 48% Florida, 34% California. Uh, reading, 38% Florida, 32% in California. Uh, in science, 32% Florida, 24% in California. Then you look at the size of the state budget, $308 billion in California versus only $110 billion. And I've been to both states, and I can tell you right now, that the infrastructure in Florida is infinitely better. If you look at the population growth from 2010 to 2020, well, first of all, last year was the first year that California had more people leaving the state than coming to the state in over 170 years. Thank you, Gavin Newsom. If you take a U-Haul out of California and you move to Arizona, Nevada, if you move to Texas, uh, you'll pay somewhere around $2,000, especially if you go to Texas, maybe 2500 bucks. But if you take it from Texas back to California, you're doing U-Haul a favor. You can get it for three or $400. Anyway, meanwhile, Florida's growth in the population last 10 years is 14.6%. If you look at violent crime rate per cap, 100,000 per capita, it's much lower in Florida. If you look at, for example, a guy like Gavin Newsom and his background, you know, you find out, OK, he's a, a San Francisco liberal and he got a lot of money. L.A. Times reports where he gets his money from. He's getting money from wealthy San Francisco families, the Pritzkers, the Gettys, like, you know, Getty Gas Station, that Getty family. Um, and apparently his mentor was former San Francisco mayor Willie Brown, who I've known for years. Um, according to the Times, Newsom raises funds from both liberals who love his championing of progressive social causes and conservatives that appreciate his history as a small business owner. They, he's not getting money from any conservative. Not sure why they wrote that. But if you look at all of these people um, that are giving him money, he's got big financial donors behind him. Now, the problem is, is his hypocrisy. You know, for example, he has the, the French laundry uh, controversy a three-star restaurant in Napa Valley, one of the most expensive in California. Dinner's starting at $3 a person for the food alone. Newsom and his wife were seen inside the French Laundry restaurant, unmasked at a table with a total of 12 people with no social distancing at a time when California, under his leadership, uh, were telling people that social they couldn't have these social gatherings. They couldn't bring people together for more than three households in order to slow the spread of COVID. Uh, also, if you look at other instances, 
The dinner was a birthday party, for example, in that particular case. Anyway, those those photos didn't do well. While every other child in California had to stay home from school and do homeschooling, their kids were enrolled in Sacramento Country Day School, a private school that cost 25 to 30 grand a year, depending on grade level. And by the way, he announced kids were going back to class in person, but all, all the public schools remained online, and yet his kids went back to school. Then you have the controversy in January. You might remember he was at the NFL-NFC championship game, the Rams and the, and the San Francisco 49ers at Rams Stadium. Photographed with Magic Johnson. Didn't have his mask on. He only, then he says, oh, I only took it off of the photo and to drink water. Uh, looked like he had it off the whole time. You know, Montana is one of 20 uh, states of which official travel from California is banned due to laws that which allegedly discriminate on the basis of sexual orientation. Yet at the beginning of the month, Newsom headed to Montana to go vacation. Oopsie days. I guess it's not so banned. Pacific Gas and Electric Company, the dominant utility in Northern California, kind of like Con Ed in New York. They had a faulty PG&E equipment. Spark a campfire in a windy day. The blaze spread that the deadliest fire in a hundred years in 2019. The company sought bankruptcy in 2020. The company pled guilty to felony involuntary manslaughter in an effort to prevent the situation from happening again. Newsom signs a piece of legislation that shields the electric company and states other large utilities from any liability for future fires. Why would he do that? And not stand with the foundation with, with the people and their ability to get compensation when they do something wrong. His wife apparently runs her representation project, and according to Fox News and the Sacramento Bee an investigation, Mrs. Newsom, again, this is a, a representation project. They use the media to challenge harmful gender norms or stereotypes. Yeah, she gets paid $2.3 in salary from the foundation between 2011 and 2018. You look at his COVID response, he was ordering bars and nightclubs, wineries, etc. to close. Uh, Gavin Newsom announced a statewide order to shelter at home. The order restricts all non-essential travel. Officially announces public schools are closed in April of 2020 for the rest of the year. Then he announces new initiatives to help unemployed Californians, even given $125 million in assistance for illegal immigrants. He orders all the beaches closed for overcrowding. He signs an executive order to send every registered voter a California vote-by-mail ballot. He just makes this stuff up as he goes along. And Newsom recloses restaurants, just the, the most draconian shutdown ever. And anyway, but that was not for him. Gavin Newsom announced a stay-at-home order in December 2020. He laid out new actions to slow, slow the spread in December 2021. He doesn't stop. He is he has leaned into every radical leftist new Green Deal socialist party more so than anyone else in the entire country. And he's he, more restrictions, by the way, as it relates to uh, anything involved with energy He's a total. For example, he wanted uh, to he closed two state pr prisons. We know it's a sanctuary state. Uh, the whole state of California, he wants all extraction in California banned of oil. He ordered a ban on every new fracking permit. 
Uh, he wants an oil extraction ban uh, in the future. He wants California to get 100% of their energy from renewables by 2045. Good luck with all of these things. Signed a bill allowing shooting victims to sue gun manufacturers, which wishes doctors could prescribe housing, mandating COVID-19 vaccines for every California school kid, even when they don't have the science to back it up for young kids. Wants uh, $54 billion to fly, fight climate change in his state. Free community college. He's a new Green Deal socialist. Now, here's the question. Why are people moving to Florida and Texas and out of California? Now, Gavin Newsom can take out all the ads that he wants. The media can want him to be president all that they want. But I don't think the people in the country want Gavin Newsom to be president. But here's the thing that you've got to always understand. The media is going to prop him up. They are going to turn him into the second coming. This is going to be the new anointed one. You know, he's got that slick politician look, and people will not vet him. And so he's getting free money from rich donors to go after those governors that are successful. Where's freedom? There's freedom in Texas. There's freedom in Florida, not in California, which is why people are leaving California in droves. Just listen to this montage of of California as it struggles with homelessness and drugs. I mean, this is now pretty much every major city all over the state of California. We have had, you know, more overdose deaths in one year than we did of COVID deaths in our city. We found the amount of trash, needles, and feces rivaled some of the poorest slums in the world. We saw two-year-olds strolling alongside used syringes. There were desperate people using streets as toilets. Across the city, the tents stretch everywhere. From Hollywood to Venice Beach, scenes from what could be a disaster movie. Well, the sad reality is despite billions, literally billions spent at the uh, the local, state and federal level on, on shelters, on services, on permanent supportive housing, more people are falling into homelessness than are getting out of it. There is a lot of open drug use. We immediately came across a street with so many people doing fentanyl, it was hard to get by. Yeah, this is like this every day. What's it like living here? Uh, lawless. Anyway, with inflation soaring and talk now of a full basis point increase in interest rates might be coming. We might hear this week on Thursday when we get new GDP numbers for the second quarter. We might be in that recession. The Atlanta feds thinks that we will be. happening the phenomenon that's now developing out of this is i think we have a chance at something we haven't had in my lifetime and that is a real dramatic and maybe permanent reconfiguration of the electoral demographics in the country and by that when you see record low approval ratings for joe biden among historically democratic voters african-americans hispanic americans young people um, big cities, and, and you see that they're suffering under these policies. It, there's there's kind of going to be a great awakening. Newt's calling it an American majority that will emerge, and it's one that's going to be based on common sense, and it's going it's going to be based on okay, we got to guarantee law and order. People need to be safe and secure, 
It's got to be to fix this disaster of an educational system we have. It's got to be border security and legal immigration, not illegal. It's We've got to return to energy independence. We can't be asking the world's dictators for the lifeblood of our economy in the hopes of renewables that are decades away from ever being a reality. And it's going to be rooted in principles of limited government, more freedom, more responsibility for the individual. If government functions on those simple basics and then add to that free and fair trade and peace through strength, we got to defend our country and the cause of liberty, then I, I, I can see people, if, if Republicans follow through, if they make towns and cities safe, if they fix the broken educational system, if they secure the borders, if they bring gas down to two bucks a gallon, if they end this hyperinflation and recession and stagflation of Biden, then they're going to be rewarded because people want to prosper and they don't like the added stress and pressure that these policies have put on every single American family. That's what the hope is. God help the country if Gavin Newsom is ever president. Because, listen, he's a more articulate version of Joe Biden, but it's still it's still the same principle. Except he's even more hypocritical than Joe Biden. Everything about this guy is walking hypocrisy. All right, quick break. We'll hit the phones. 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program as we continue our investigation into why is China buying up very strategic land all around the country and what could be done to stop it, an investigation. Sarah Carter will join us with what she found. Ron DeSantis is speaking out about it and much more. Straight ahead. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 